G'day ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 7 of Two Left Thumbs, a console gaming podcast where me, Static, can uh, stuff just about every intro up, and Dawn of the Dan here provides the brains, Hello. provides the brains and most of the feedback even with that greeting. Dan, what's going on, mate? Save me. Help. Hey, mate. Nah, it's been um, it's been a good two weeks, hasn't it? It's flowing. Mate, it has. It's been, it's been it's awesome. Bloody yesterday and did this. It's been, yeah, IRL's kicking my bum again. Busiest time of year for at work for me. Yep. And, yeah, there's been lots of good gaming to get into as well. So, it's been yeah, amazing. It's been good. It's been good. It's been crazy two weeks. Yourself, mate? Myself, yeah. It's, I've, I've been also getting flogged with work but yeah uh, the last two weeks in gaming has seen me sort of get back into an old favorite and finish a few um or, or not a few but finish a couple of uh of the ps4 exclusives off which has been a real which has been real fun actually so yeah. sony master race <laughs> yeah yeah it definitely is for the last fortnight it's, it's, been, it's been good though it's been good all right, so when I have a feeling we've probably been doing much the same sort of activities over the last two weeks, so we might just bundle it all up together. What do you reckon? Yeah, we'll wrap it all up together and just have a good little discussion about it all, I guess. Okay, so the first one is I noticed you finished God of War this week, so I can finally talk to you about the story. Yes, yes I finally. <laughs> and, uh, I know, I've been I've been dragging dragging my my feet, but um, I finally got in, got it finished off, and wow, what what a game! Yeah. A bit of a spoiler alert. If you haven't played the campaign, you really don't want to know what goes on. I'd probably just skip ahead a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, because um, we are going to talk reason. about the ending of the game. Because it's, um, yeah, it probably kind of the ending steers the whole series uh, where it goes forward from here now. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, your thoughts on the ending? My thoughts on the ending? Now, it blew my mind. I, I thought I knew sort of Norse, Norse mythology. I was uh, yep. I was incorrect, but at the same time, um, they they it's very to be very hard for them to stick like hard to the um to the ac- actual mythology. So yeah, yeah, the way the way they brought it all around, wrapped it up uh, was was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, but, um, as I said, yeah, they blew my mind. It had, had me staring at the screen with my mouth open for a good five minutes. Um, Fly trap. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I I really liked it. There was yeah. one one little scene there, um, right before you sort of went to the. To, this is this is a spoiler, like you wouldn't believe. So if you really don't want to hear it, put put your fingers in your ears or something. Um, but the scene right before you um, you head out and spread Faye's ashes, where um, on the wall, the the carvings on the wall, obviously. Yeah. This has all been written. And it's you, been prophesized, yeah. Everything's been written, and um, you, you sort of you sort of um, watch it all unfold in front of you, and you've seen everything that you've just done. But what you what is sort of covered, and what Atreus doesn't see, is him holding you. Yeah, and you're dead. Yeah, at one point. He's going to kill you. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's um, yeah. So as I said, the big, uh, big spoiler is that you find out your son is uh, inside North mythology. He is, takes the part of Loki, mm-hmm. uh, which, unlike the Marvel universe, isn't Thor's half brother. Um, <laughs> he's actually 
he's the son of a half giant oh half he's got giant blood and he um, at, at ragnarok which is the norse equivalent of the apocalypse um he fights on the side of the giants and, and generally has taken up the part of the of the um the devil for want of a better word in yeah. norse mythology so he's always pitched pitched against odin he very rarely works with odin or any other more popular norse gods yep um him and thor have lots of uh, misadventures together and all that sort of stuff so yeah they, i like how they twisted that in um the the only difference between sort of the norse mythology and real what happened in the game was that uh in norse mythology it was his father who was the giant uh whereas obviously kratos isn't a giant um so <laughs> they had to twist it around make his mum the giant yeah. and kratos uh, come along with his god blood so yeah man i like god blood in india yeah it's good stuff <laughs> um so yeah i found like it was this ending you're sort of like there and like then all of a sudden it's just like poof, it stops and you go yeah boy let's go home you're like holy smokes <laughs> we haven't you know we got a lot of ground to cover yeah so um yeah so the direction of the sequels you can see that okay we're going to definitely come up against uh you know thor and odin and a whole bunch of other of these guys in yep. the in the future uh the devs already indicated that there is no expansions to this game it this is it yeah right uh, so there's no little bolt-on dlc packs or anything else like that so a sequel for want of a better word um would be just another massive single-player campaign yep because um, it does feel like there's dlc's waiting it uh, does yeah it absolutely does especially sort of right at the end you're like well yeah you can sort of see how they're gonna how they're gonna i even i even i'm sure i spoke to you on discord about it i can see how yeah. they're gonna tie like tie onto it with with it with a dlc in future yeah. and um yeah if there's nothing slated for it that's yeah yeah that's what i was sort of like okay when's the dlc's coming out because yeah we gotta yeah there's gonna be some people pissed at us because yeah obviously yeah. we pissed off the, the witch in the forest and, oh, absolutely um, she she was not happy yeah. at all yeah um interestingly enough uh yeah uh, loki was the downfall of balder in norse mythology as well so yeah. they kept that line that always Im- implemented in the down uh, the downfall of balder yeah it, it feels um, like they tried to stick as close as they could but yeah so and um so yeah you got she's pissed off actually so she's going to be out for your nuts and mm-hmm. she did uh, promise. obviously you know she did promise yeah and i don't know about you but every single one of those cupboard things you open up with the, with the stories Every single one of them, the last panel was Odin and Thor beating somebody to death or spearing someone or hammering someone. <laughs> yeah. So obviously they're not like the nicest guys you want to invite around for dinner. No. So, and they're probably going to yeah, be out for us as well. So yeah, good times ahead, I reckon. Yeah, we've, we've caused some havoc, so they're definitely coming after yeah. us. Yeah, and we still don't know why uh, Boulder was sent to our front door. They were way, way back. Um it was never experienced we still don't know why odin was interested yeah you know, we we gathered that it's actually more interested in the sun not kratos um, yeah. like we first believed we thought it was just all about us because we're you know this greek god that's in hiding yep uh but as yeah the story sort of unfolds a bit you go okay yeah they're more after the kid um, yeah. and possibly because it's the ties to ties to ragnarok where they don't really you know but yeah, they sort of still we still don't know why um, these assholes are out trying to get us. Yeah. So I just got to uh, turn some business off. I keep getting notifications. Someone keeps inviting me to a party. 
on Xbox and make you go away. All right. So okay. one other boring bit of Norse trivia um, while you do that is that at Ragnarok, Loki is meant to uh, face Heimdallar on the battlefield and Heimdallar owns the mighty horn or battle horn called Galahorn. So, yeah, go, go, go bungee. So yeah, you'll have this crazy rocket that shoots wolf pack rounds. Nice, nice. <laughs> so yeah, as I said, you can see uh, Nor Destiny borrows heavily from many yeah. mythologies um, in that regard. Uh, part of the attraction of it originally. So yeah, as I said, like, and I just want to pick your brain. What made this game so good for you? Because like, literally, it's been one of the best games I've ever played. Um, story, campaign, and the mechanics. So, what did you like best about it? I think it was all of those, obviously it was all of those things put together. Uh, one thing that really stood out for me though, I, I can't really say what made it great for me, like the story was awesome, uh, it, kept, it kept me with it the whole time, um, but the puzzles, the puzzles really stood out, like they, um, yeah. I don't know, the way, they, the way they brought them all together, like each one sort of got a little more challenging, especially with the chess, um, yeah. each, every, like each one sort of, especially as you went on in a storyline. Each one got a little more challenging as far as where you had to find things and how you had to interact with them. Um, and they were kind of gated to parts of your gear. So not only you just couldn't go out first thing and just get all solve all the puzzles in the first 10 yeah. minutes. Um, they kind of gated them, but they were gated alongside your gear. So as you picked up bits of kit, you these puzzles become unlockable for you. That's right. So um, And um, different remembering ways. where... Yeah, remembering where like you had to use the, the winds of hades or whatever you know yep. say okay i know i had one of those puzzles earlier where the freak was it yep um so i actually that to me was really really well done it's like okay the, the, these puzzles it's an open world or as open as you're going to get in this type of game yeah and the, all the stuff's there but you actually can't do it because you don't have the right gear um to solve them so you don't have the right tools so to speak so I, I found that really clever a really clever way to implement it well, that's and, right. You, you, um, like, you know, the tree roots and whatever else that were were growing around chess, you couldn't open until you got the, um, I call them the Blades of Glory. <laughs> the Blades of Chaos. Yeah. Um, until you got those, you know, the other one you couldn't get until, um, until you knew how the electric arrows yep. worked with the, uh, like the world tree sap and all that sort of gear, so... Um, yep. You had to get the electric arrows to start with, then you had to know how it worked. So, yeah, I, yeah. I found I found that was really cool. The way they the way they just sort of brought all of that in, and it, yeah, like you said, it wasn't all at once. You couldn't just go out and you couldn't can't just go out and get everything. You've got to sort yeah. of work your way. That were there. Again. That were there. Yeah, yeah uh, same teasing you had to circle back. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so as I said, you, we all know how I really hate. They being the collector and all that sort of stuff, but what mm -hmm. they did well is actually made you want to go explore and go searching because every nook and cranny or puzzle gave you something that helped you or built you built your levels or did something. Yeah. Or there was a dirty stinking traveler guarding it, and you just have to kill those people. Yep. Um, so yeah, for me, it was it, it was the entire packet. Everything just felt seamless. How it just went from cutscene to game to puzzle to a combat it just everything just flowed so well and every single part of it was enjoyable like the combat mechanics uh while they were simple simple to get into um difficult to master yeah you could get really good combo strings together if you took your time and didn't mash buttons yeah and um 
you know so <clears throat> and yeah i'm still bat mashing buttons especially on the valkyries <laughs> same um yeah don't say oh, i should have done this you know real dark souls sort of moments with the valkyries but um that's for me as i said it was just so yeah, there's not one single element again that you go yep that's just absolutely fantastic that's what i love most about this game it was it's a whole package they put it together so well um and yeah um i don't know how to coordinate it but yeah it was just basically your gear was you know worked seamlessly with the puzzles and the environment and different yeah. your different weapons were good for different uh even trash mobs inside a fight yeah that's right. weapons midway Switch, switching weird. between weapons was really cool as well yeah well like you throw your axe into someone's head to freeze them and then you'd rip your, your swords out and you know, get a big combo in or something like that yeah. So even the weapons, even though one was cold, one was ice, one was fire, you could synergize your um, attacks with those things as well. So everything yeah. just felt like it was really, really well thought out and constructed. The game was virtually seamless. What was, for you, what was your favorite battle in the whole game? Oh, shivers. Now you ask the question. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't go over um, this at all. So I, I just dropped this on yeah, Dan. Yeah. I just dropped this on Dan right now. Yeah. So I'm keen to see the same as mine. Impactful was the first fight versus Baldur when he knocks on your door. Yeah, that set, me, the, scene, that like, set the scene for the whole game, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh god, I'm back. <laughs> that was yeah, that was one of those moments. Well, um, for me, I've never played the game, so it it dropped me yeah. right in it yeah. straight away, and I started on hard on hard mode as well, which was yeah, because you see him. Um, it comes out of the hut, this creaky old man, and you know, completely the opposite of every Kratos I've ever played ever. Um, where he's like, no, just go away, just leave us alone. I want to plant flowers, and you know, and then it, it pisses him off, and it's like, yeah, come back, and, and then you go and stomp his head and <laughs> smash him through rocks and everything else like that. But yeah, it was um, probably that one. It was that was probably the most impactful. Um, yeah, all the battles are enjoyable, um, so yeah, that was probably the one uh, for me. My my favorite was uh, the last battle we had with him. Yep, that. Like just everything about it, the like the cinematic and cutscenes that, that weren't yeah. really cutscenes. It was, it was that they, yeah, they did it so well. They they seem yeah. literally moved seamlessly between gameplay and cutscenes, and you still sort of know, okay, this is where I kick back in and start playing it again. Yeah. Like it was yeah. yeah, it was done so well. And the um this the set this uh, setting of the scene with the big giant in the background with the chisel through his head. That, yeah. Like, yeah, to me that was one of my favorite levels just by for the design of it. Yep. You go there and you know, there's this massive corpse lying on the ground with a chisel through its head and you've got to work your way through in and around the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and just the whole level design, you're like, fuck, this is just brilliant. Yep. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, if you just haven't played God of War, I probably guess it's a pretty good game. So, um, yeah, save up, your, save up your pennies and put it on the list of things to do. Yeah, I like it. That doesn't say much. I like most games I play. But if Dan likes yeah. it, Dan Dan spent good money on it. You can guarantee yeah. it's a good game. Yeah, I'm still happy. I, I bought it like day of release. Yeah. Um, not sad. So, all right. So um, let's move on to that. We will cover quickly touch on Destiny Two. Yep. The um, expansion for Destiny Two, the next DLC, has been dropped. Uh, it's called Warmind. Puts us on Mars with um, with Rasputin and Anna Bray. So. I've probably paid more than you, but I'll let you go first. You tell me, what are your initial thoughts and feelings on this? I, I can't really say much apart from I'm back. 
Yeah. Destiny's got me back. Um, it's it's not like it used to be. hasn't got yep. hasn't got me back, you know hasn't got me back like Destiny One has, but at the same time I don't want it to. So yeah. I'm alright. So I'm alright with that. I'm alright with that. So yeah. the Destiny One stuff was was FOMO. Yeah, it was the the fear of missing out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what a lot of the drive yeah, for me spot was. On, like, spot on, yeah. like, oh shit, I've just got to have everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, for me, Warmind, it's it's brought in a lot of stuff that, you know, you, you sort of, once I got through the story, look, admittedly the story, the campaign and the story in it is very short. Um, yeah, you want to talk about that? Not the story content, but um, the, your view on that. The length of it? Look. Yeah, com compared to, say, what we had in Curse of Osiris. So my views on this um, is like, yeah, the story was, I was surprised I finished it uh, as quick as I did. Yeah. It was usually most camp most of these campaigns, it's a two night, three night adventure. Um, yeah. But and I was like, holy shit, I'm done already. And then when I reflected on there going, yeah, but I had no, there was no filler. Every Mate, mission was, we went on was... was actually a mission. It wasn't like what I felt with Curse of Osiris is that we just ran backwards and forwards across the infinite forest, whatever the hell it was called. A thousand times honestly, for no honestly, reason at all. The Infinite Forest killed Curse of Osiris for me. Like yeah. that DLC will go down for me in history as the worst DLC ever put into a game. Yeah, and yeah, the, like the campaign has had a whole bunch of these kind of um, you know the fetch and getch missions, which is standard fare, but it was just running over the same territory, same just yes, the same map, you know, yeah, over and over again. Yeah, and I know they were trying to you know, show off their new, um, you know procedurally generated kind of uh technically not true um stuff yeah but it just felt like even now if i went back and did the story um that's what exactly would it feel like it's like i'm just gonna run over this shit again that's um, that's all they do is just push you with that that's all it is yeah it's... and um yeah by the end of the campaign you're like just i just want to shoot something and get this over with yeah. whereas they got a world down it's a waste of space Warmind. and push you with that yeah i finished warmind wanting more uh, I want yeah okay there's secrets I want to know more the only part I felt uh, which is a little bit earlier on um, there's a bit that it feels like they actually cut a mission out there's a there's a bit of story yeah. or something yep. that just felt like it disappeared and that's so is that uh, where pretty kinda, much is that where you kind of level locked to 28 oh, I can't remember you met the big blue grumpy smurf man <laughs> and um, yeah you're suddenly heading down this track and all of a sudden you're somewhere else and everyone else seems to know everything and you're sitting there going, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I in this cabin chasing this fucking big worm? So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, for me, it's like, well, that felt a bit disjointed, but apart yeah. from that, um, yeah, and that could have been done like with a loading screen. They could have just had the ghost and Anna Bray yeah. talking or whatever and just done it. Yeah, they could have seen, made that match up a bit better. It's like, but I think they did take steps to get rid of the filler content this time, yeah. around, which, uh, as I said, I appreciate because um, yeah, while I enjoy the stories and the campaigns and these things, uh, we don't play the game for the campaign. It's over quick. Um, we play it for the end game. So, yeah, yeah. I um look, I um, played it, I played it solo as I'm sure you did. Um, yeah. So I felt solo. It was challenging enough. Um, like I like I said earlier, there's three things that really annoyed me about it. The first one was being level locked. Yep. When you get when you're trying to get through a campaign, don't level lock people out. Yeah, because yeah, don't don't lock it. it Just have a suggested level. It becomes ridiculously evident that you want them to hang around and maybe have a look at the escalation protocol. But what you got to end up doing mm -hmm. is just running public events. 
and yeah. there's enough in the game that pushes us towards public events. So yeah. cut that out. Uh, the second one was Zavala. After we saved him from drowning in his own beer, he really should be thanking us for letting us sniff our farts. No. So how about how about you don't no. carry on at us, you shut your hole and just take us to where we've got to go. Um, no, and the, no. and the, the third was... It's look, it's probably probably a a petty petty grievance with it, but having two potential raid bosses in a story mission felt a bit off. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like once we faced Nocris, I'm sitting there going, "Okay, this is the end already." Like, wow, that was short. Mm. Um, and then we go on from there. We then we see the we see Zol. We're like. Yep. Okay, so do we know now go and hunt Zol? Like, or is this setting the scene for the raid there and it is over? And yeah. um, and no, that wasn't the case at all. We go and hunt Zol. That was, uh, that was really odd. At the end of yeah, the and um, the brevity of that those encounters, like the Nocris fight, don't get me wrong, fantastic battle. Um, yeah, the mechanics were really cool. Yeah. Um, well, I enjoyed the battle, and it, like I said, solo it was uh, it was challenging. So, mm. oh yeah. So yeah, as I said, I felt I'd say is that over, but obviously being hive, we've just you know gotten rid of their um, day skins. They're, they're yeah. fly, still flying around somewhere yeah. and probably come back later and try and kick us in the nuts again. Yeah, but, yeah. So yeah, as I said, like with the with the campaign, it, it was short. I actually appreciated that. It's like you didn't put me through because I've still got to run another two characters, and you didn't put me through nine hours of tedium. Uh, I've got I'd be five. happy to jump back in. Yeah. Oh, you're blood for punishment. So, yeah, well, yeah. you know. But, um, so, as I said, I actually, uh, yeah, and I know that the internet was like, oh, not enough campaign. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, go get a life nerds. Um, it was good. I appreciated that fact. And instead of having all these filler quests in your campaign, we've actually got secrets again. Yeah. So when yeah, you finish the game, you get you get a whole bunch of like these little side quests pump up and they're all linked to exotic weapons or gear or there's things to go around the map and shoot and collect, which eventually unlocks, um, similar to the um, husk things from Taken King, that you collect a certain number and it unlocks this, and then you collect a certain number more and it unlocks this. So yep. there's, they've got that back, and that to me was the biggest tick. I wasn't expecting to see this much content inside this DLC. I was actually yeah, I surprised. Wasn't either. Like, you know, we... on, on, on the pleasant side. Yeah, like we heard from. Um... Now, but people at Milan Games who went over to the the Destiny mm. or the Bungie Summit, and um, well, they said to us, Warmind is not going to be the answer everyone's after. And look, let's let's face it, it's not. It's not the answer no. everyone's after. It's definitely a good, um, uh, like a, a good spearhead, I guess, into the oh. next DLC. But um, it's a it, so they're continuing was, this direction in September. Yeah. Um, the September like release is going to be. Yeah, we're going to go. Oh, thank goodness, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, um, I really yeah. feel that's the way it's going now. Like the, the next one, yeah. I'm really looking forward to. But yeah, so yeah, it was it was it was told to us that this would not be the answer that everyone's looking for. I think I feel it was a little more than not the answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, th I think they've done really well with it as far as being able to bring people back. Yeah. Um, and put in a lot of stuff for people to do. What I'd like to, oh, yeah. I'm hoping that they sort of, you know, there might be a few more things that they've put into it that we don't know about yet. Yeah, yeah. They had the ARG thing where simple 
and they linked all this stuff together and eventually found that uh, canister over in the park in New York. Yeah, that was cool. With that, uh, and there was like a gold coin and, and the, the Valkyrie spear and uh, the gold of, coin and the one of like, just three take Valkyrie one. spears in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, it was like yeah, you know, like it's it's shit like that. It's like yeah, that's what you know sort of made it special and yeah. Um, yeah, even uh, everyone sort of must have an idea now that we're getting some of our old gear back again. Um, yeah. The quest for the sleeper simulant yeah. was a fun quest. It took me three nights to complete. Um, so I haven't still, I, I still haven't got into it. I um, I saw pretty didn't much have, the first. Sorry, okay, to cut you off there. The first morning, yeah. I, I'd heard of it. Yeah. I saw people already had it. Oh, this is the kind of thing. This is these are the kind of people who, in a, a week or two, are going to be bitching. There's nothing to do. Oh yeah, and they've got to realise that you play the game to death like that, you're going to run out of content. Yeah, yeah, so it took three nights to do it. The quests were, by the time I completed each step, I'm going, yep, I've had enough of this. But they weren't like, uh, say, like the D1 uh, sleepers thing, where the warsats on Mars, for example, yeah. where you spent three nights just trying to kill four warsats. <laughs> yeah. Um, on public events in Mars, it was yep. terrible. Um, you know, probably not a bad idea, but just poorly implemented. Whereas each one of these, like, um, were yeah, had specific objectives. It wasn't just a tie. You know, uh, you just got to wait for random shit to spawn. You know, it's yeah. You know, everyone was connected to a physical location or a certain activity and all this. So it was a good fun quest, and it was good to finish it. You're like, when you're done, you're like, yeah, yeah. you're gonna run, and you're like, I earned this. I feel I feel good, and that is what was miss has been missing. Yeah, to me, and. Um, yeah, I was still avoiding YouTube and all this sort of stuff because there's a whole bunch of other stuff out there that I am barely aware that exists. Yep. And I want to stumble across it in my own dumb time. Yep. So, no, as I said, it's um, it didn't fix Destiny, uh, and there's still probably problems in there. It, it's another, but it's another is, leap in the right direction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whether we've had like every um, every patch we've had has been kind of just like a, a realignment. Yeah. Um, I feel someone here grabbed the steering wheel and really pointed us in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, said good times ahead um, with that. All right. Uh, the last game we've um, well, I haven't played it this time around, but I've already played it in previous history. Is Beyond Two Souls? Um, as, uh, as I said, I've gushed over this game. I think in the previous two po podcasts, so I'll let you gush over it this time. <laughs> no, this this game is amazing. I um. It's, it's another one I've finished, you know, I've played it over three nights. So it's, I guess, excuse me, I guess in the scheme of things, it's it's only quite a short game. Or well, that might be 12 hours tops. Yeah, it's a PS3 game, though, which was standard campaign length at that time. Yeah, right, okay. So um, at that time, that's roughly what those games, you know, they were between 12 to 16 yep. hours. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. The amount of stuff that they packed into that was unreal. Yeah. Um, the journey that you go on with with Jody and Aiden, I can't I can't I can't handle the way they say it, the way they the way they pronounce Aiden. Um, yeah. Maybe we pronounce it wrong. I don't know, but um, yeah, the journey that you go on with these two. Um, I don't know. Did you play it in the order it was meant to be? Because you get an option that yeah. you can play it in chronological order, which is like start of life to end of game no, sort of thing. I played it um, the pure story mode. So yeah, yeah you pick so, up and you go backwards and forwards and all over the place. So it, it bounces around all over the timeline. Um, mm -hmm. So you can be six years old, then you can be 20, then you can be like 
12. So it's, it was really cool in the way it bounced around and it sort of had you really wondering. I, I can't imagine playing it in the like in chronological order mm. after having done it. I saw the option, I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm going to play it how it was meant. Um, but yeah, the journey that you go on with these two is amazing. Um, the whole time you sort of got in the back of your mind, like, what is Aiden? Aiden? What, what, who, what is this thing? Um, yeah, what is he, he, who is he, or she, and... Yeah, and when you find out at the end, <clears throat> like, it's kind of kind of staring you in the face. Like, you, you, we had a little chat earlier in the week, and you were tell, you told me that you picked it up sort of, what, about halfway through? Yeah, I'd sussed it out. Probably, I was after any, one of the one of the parts of the story, and I'd say, yeah, I'd sort of sussed out who the um, who Aiden was. Yeah, and but it didn't ruin the ending. It was like it like oh yeah, it confirmed a couple of things, but it's yeah. like the ending was still like holy shit. This is you know. Yeah, it was. I can't actually remember the ending I got. Uh, <clears throat> these games have multiple endings. Yeah. So what it, it looked so, like it came down to five different endings in like in total. So. Um. And William Defoe, man, wasn't he perfectly cast? He's spot on, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like ever since the whole time through, because like, I played it, yeah, in stream. Um, yeah. Everyone's going, oh, he's such a creepy dude. Like, I'm like no, yeah, yeah, in this, he, he, he normally is. Yeah, he normally plays like this this odd, wacky, creepy kind of guy. Yeah. But in this, he plays um, plays like the loving, caring, I guess, or father figure. Not 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 kind of a father figure. He is your father figure. Yeah. Um, sort of right up until the end. And, yeah, um, and then yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, he's the creepy dude again. <laughs> yeah, and then, then, yeah, and then he just yeah comes full circle straight back to creepy dude. You're like, yes, there yeah. you are, there you are. I see you there. Yeah, um, the world's world's back to normal. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, this game's been out for what is it about? Oh shit, five uh, six years, probably now. four years. Yeah, four five years um, at least. So yeah. I, I think it's Go okay on. to talk about the ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, yeah. So Aiden is, gonna... yeah, Aiden, Aiden, however you want to pronounce his name, is um, is Jody's twin brother who was stillborn. Yep. So there's a point in the game where it, I just wrote it off as, yeah, okay, well, yeah, they say they say that um, all records show that your mother's child was stillborn. So like, okay, well, you saw right at the very start that when you were born, you were taken away from your mother in a big hurry. Yeah, and it was it was about the time she you found out she was in a the mental hospital. Um, yeah, that's um that's when I, tw I twigged onto the fact is, yeah. is there a twin and was there a twin stillborn and that's this that that's yeah, so the link I, there. I, I that's sort of where I yeah. kind of glued it together. Yeah, I know, you couldn't confirm it, but it was my suspicion. Yeah, so yeah, you find out that yeah you, you now your mother had a stillborn child. You're like, oh okay, well that was me, and that's why she's sort of going crazy because. Yep. she's been told this but she knows that's not the tr not the case yeah and um yeah so i didn't I, I didn't put it together there at all but i'm not i don't read into stories either i just kind of let them come at me so yeah I've, I've always been like that even like movies and whatnot I, I used to sit there watch movies with my mother and she'd pick it like 10 minutes into a movie yeah. she'd tell you how it'd end You're like the hell did you get that yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm a bit like that i, I rate the movies yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, but as I said, yeah, I just it's it's from reading too many books, I think. Yep. Yeah. So there's only yeah, but as I said, yeah, once again, it's free this month on PSN Plus. 
put it in your libraries, even if yeah, you can't go, play it right now, it. you know. Go get it. Yeah. It's a um, um, brilliant game. Yeah, as I said, it, it's free. It's fantastic. So it ticks the two Fs. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool sort of, like, like cho almost choose-your-own-adventure kind of game, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, I... I really enjoyed it. Like, like I said, it's only short, so you don't have to put, you don't have to worry about trying to invest a great deal of time into it. Um, yeah. But the journey you go on is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's an emotional journey too. It's not just oh, a, yeah. you know, fun hack and slash. That's a platforming kind of venture. It's a yep. um, fairly like emotive kind of game where you, you, you know, these people pull at you a little, especially like when she's a little girl and all this bad shit's happening. It's pulling at your heartstrings. So yeah. Um, yeah, so as I said, um, it's once again, it's free. Try it out, people, because you know it's, <laughs> it's the right price. We all got limited it. budgets. Yeah, yeah, we all got limited budgets, and to be able to get a, a, an adventure like this for nothing, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, if, it's if there was, if there was a, yeah, if there was a game like this every month for free, I'd probably never have to buy a game again. So. Um, so this leads on to its next, um, you know, it's wet your appetite, obviously, for uh, Become Human, the, the yep. next uh, Quantic Dream coming out. Have you pre-ordered yes. uh, the game to get Heavy Rain? Because I'm pretty sure if you pre-order, you get Heavy Rain for free, which was their first game that I can remember on the consoles. There was there was one before it was Fahrenheit. I did a little bit of research, kind of a little bit yep. of research on their back stuff, but Fahrenheit came around was, uh, about 2003, I think it was. Yep. So right back. Um yeah, I, I have pre-ordered. If I get heavy yep. rain, I don't know. But I, I can only assume I, I do. I yeah, because I'm pretty sure you can. If you pre-ordered, uh, you got access to heavy rain now. If I yeah, read, the, I didn't. I didn't. Promo shit, right? I didn't. Um, didn't do digital. So. Yeah. All right. So that'll be it. I'll probably get a code or something um, like that. Yeah, because heavy rain's good fun too, man. Yeah, I did a little uh, bit of reading on that, and I went, okay, I'm going to yeah. stop reading now because I feel it's starting to give a little bit too much away for me. Um, yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, it definitely had me looking. Look, finishing up um, Beyond Two Souls indeed. definitely had me looking. Yeah, is it? Um, it definitely has its mind blown moments too as yep. you progress through the story and you go, yep. "Hey, <laughs> yep. what <laughs> sort of shit?" So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, jump in and have a swim around that game. And I'm pretty sure even it's pretty cheap just to pick up anyway. Um, the remastered version. It's, uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't had fairly... a lot, but I, I can't imagine it's too much. Yeah, yeah, fairly low cover charge for once again a good, fun, immersive experience. Yep. Which, yeah, generally what we want when we play video games. Yeah. As as I was reading, oh, right. actually, as I was reading, actually, I've, um, just a little snippet of useless information for everyone. Uh, Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page, who were you know, like massive, like the the massive stars of the game, um, yep. spent a year in the Quantic Dreams Paris studios recording the uh the voice lines and mm -hmm. and the motion capture for it so that's that's yes. that's some fair time to put into that hell yeah yeah because they're all um yeah basically it's all that motion capture sort of stuff yeah and you've got and i'm pretty sure the next game is exactly the same five five or so different storylines i guess you could get you could go through so yeah yeah definitely and they're yeah. virtually unique there's no other game out there that um is a quantic dream game you, when when we first started talking about them a few weeks ago and that's what i said to you they've got a unique feel flavor and direction yeah, to them yep. 
no other studio uh, replicates that um, to any sense that they do. Um, yeah. They're definitely different. Uh, definitely a different type of game, but yeah, they're just oh, it's hard. Yeah, they're just really, really top games. Yep. So, All yeah, right. So, so had fun. Good game. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Okay, so we'll move on to freebies for the month um, and freebies and specials. So we've obviously we've covered Beyond Two Souls. We don't yep. think we need to go back Tick. there again. Check. Did so that. the second one out for the month is Rayman Legends. So I've dug a bit further into this because um, I kind of last podcast I dismissed it as being because I played some of the earlier ones as being a um, just a standalone platformer. Yeah, and it sounds like it's a little bit more than that. And one of the little things, gems I found in it, I've got to jump in and have a look. But it has a multiplayer co-op mode. So yeah, that, that could uh, be fun. Yeah, we could, we might be able to have a, and I think it's up to four players. Oh, um, really? At once? So, yeah. yeah. So we can have um, yeah, I can feel a co-stream in the future, man. <laughs> because um, I'm guessing it's going to be it's a no-brainer but that's the pick uh, yep. for the second half of the month so, yeah, yeah we'll the, the, two, the two games this month yeah yeah there's only two for PS, uh, PS4 this month yep um, on that the support for PS3 and, and Vita games on the PSN Plus uh, I think expires March next year right okay so after March next year you won't be able to get PS3 games or Vita games through the PS Plus subscription yep or the the, yeah, the freebie of the month sort of thing. So yeah, it's sort of signalling their 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 end of support for the PS3 console. Yeah, they're kicking their last which, gen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we're talking that we have a possible, um, yeah, another console coming out in the next year or so, it's probably not a, it's not a totally unknown fucking yeah. aspect. So yeah. All right. So yeah, as I said, it's um, and reading it about a bit about Rayman, um, it actually seems to be that they're talking about as one of the better platformers of its time. So. Um, yeah, as I said, I'll jump in. I'm gonna have a look at this, and I'll get back to you and let you know. Um, oh, yeah, I will get yeah. back to you and let you know that if it's any good, and for, and yeah, throw down your cold hard cash to get it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's mate, if, or if for nothing, if we can do a co-stream on it. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, and as I said, yeah, we might be able to bring a couple of viewers in and yep. um, have some shenanigans. Cool, cool. All right, so. Over on PSN, the specials and everything else. Uh, this probably is a PSN exclusive. Uh, Tom Clancy's Counter Strike Global Siege, whatever it is, um, is actually having a free weekend this weekend, so you can is download that, and play the game for free. Is that CSGO? CSG, oh. yeah, CSG, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, so if anyone's had thoughts about playing that game but don't want to spend money, um, this is a free weekend from the 17th to the 21st. Um, you get in and have a get a taste of it for free so which is a good thing all right so get into psn specials so their deal of the week for this week is a game called kingdom come come deliverance it's down to 55 dollars it's a action rpg based around uh, bohemia sort of times and you take the part of a blacksmith's son who's out for revenge for them killing your village it kind of got a lot of mixed reviews. It, they tried know. to make it as his, historically accurate and realistic as possible, which sounds great, but probably doesn't make a game fun. You know, who wants to <laughs> stop to eat and sleep all the time? Um, so, yeah, I, I haven't played it. I probably won't be playing it. The rest, uh, the, the, the rest of the specials, are they're just pulling out a whole heap of old classics and mark them down. There's a whole bunch of stuff under 30 bucks available. So you have the Remaster of God of War 3 is $17.95. Um, 
yeah, don't jump into it expecting it's got a war, the, the game we just played. It's um, more side-scrolly, epic QTE-type game. Uh, game Seven Ways to Die, which I see reasonably popular on the streamer lists. Um, it's sort of a zombie apocalypse survival kind of game. Yeah. Uh, that's down to 15 bucks. Uh, Mafia 3, which is a uh, GTA clone, uh, but I, by all accounts, is a pretty good, pretty good game. It was 22.95. Uh, the previous two Far Cry's, Far Cry 4 and Primal, are both under 20 bucks each. There's a whole bunch of Assassin's Creed games for under 20 dollars. Uh, not the latest one, so it's like Syndicate, uh, Black Flag, and all those ones. They're under 20 bucks. Fallout 4 is under 20 dollars. Uh, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, 12 bucks each. There's so some good toys. Yeah, if you want to go back. And um, Sleeping Dogs, which was a, um, once again, it's an, uh, like a GTA type game, but it was set in Hong Kong. So if you love your Hong <laughs> your Kung Fu sort of movies, this I played this back on PS3. It was awesome. It was, yeah, so Kung Fu. It was awesome. Yeah. It's down to eight ninety five. And then there's um, a developer called Telltale Games. Um, right they've got just about everything they've made is down they've got it all marked down cheap so they make walking dead game of thrones wolf among us which is a um translation of a comic book series yep and in tales from the borderland and finally batman they're all being marked down to sub 20 dollars. so have you, have you played like any to... of those yes i've played wolf among us what what do you what do you think well, as I geeked out because, it, as I said, I've, I read the comic books in previous yeah. uh, previous history and they translated it so well. So as far as a, um, they're probably the closest you're going to get to a Quantic Dream game. Yep. They're uh, very story-driven, um, short cutscene type games where you make decisions and that drives the next cutscene. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of little QTE type events within the game, but it's not a, um, it's not a hack and slash platformer by any stretch of the imagination yep so you present yeah you, you watch a cutscene, you're presented with a bunch of options and that kind of drives the next thing yeah that's sort of the format that they follow yep so it's more more option based than, than yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and um so it's, yeah so it, once again it's a choose your own adventure you get to yeah. determine path of the um the adventure yeah so wolf among us had pictures the um basically all the fairy tale characters like the big bad wolf three little pigs and everything else like that um they live in an alternate dimension that coexists with ours so they're all like living in the city with us yeah. and we can't see it because <laughs> we're dumb mortals and um you know the big bad wolf's the sheriff and the detective and all this and he's got a drinking problem and you know the, <laughs> the three little pigs are mischief makers and they've like, set it up so pretty damn well yeah, right, okay. and you know the big bad wolf's got like a romantic history with snow white and all this sort of shit so yeah um, yeah, the the dude that originally created the comic books out of here, yeah, one hell of a twisted imagination. But and it was for me, it was like, oh yeah, fuck, it's a trip down memory lane, jump back into that. Yeah. But I've heard the Walking Dead series was a really well done series. Um, I can't really comment about the rest because I sort of, yeah, never, yeah, never want to throw like fifty bucks at that kind of game. Yep. I want their ten bucks or something like that each. That's yeah. that's a good entry price and. Once again, you can lose six, seven hours easy into these games. Nice. All right. I'll hand over to you for Xbox. All right. So with Xbox Gold, we have uh, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. That um, that title doesn't sound, sound like it was real well thought out, does it? Um, no. It's Japanese. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is free up until with your gold membership it's free up until the 16th of june 
So it's 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 a good MSG. title too. It's a good title. Yeah, MSG games are always solid games. Yeah. Um, Super Mega Baseball still there, still still kicking on. You've been um, thrashing that one to death, I see. I um yeah, I still haven't still haven't downloaded it yet. So I think if if I'm choosing between the two this month. Or at this point in time, see, Xbox Gold are odd. It's it's not monthly. They just kind of do it for a certain time, and then they just bump it out and put the next one in. So yeah. it's not quite monthly. You're gonna if if any of these do catch your fancy, especially on Xbox, um, just definitely go and check it. Um, there's a good chance by the time you're actually probably listening to this that um, it's not there anymore. But definitely go and check them out because there's always some good ones there. Um, yep. And then we've got Vanquish for the 360. Um, I know nothing about it. I didn't even look into it. Um, so deals with gold. We have Mass Effect Andromeda, the deluxe recruit edition. This include include includes this includes Asari uh, MP and Turian MP recruit packs. Um, not having having not played the game, I have no idea what they are, but they seem yeah. like a little little bit of a DLC. That is twenty four dollars. Yeah, they're two races within the game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, so that's not a bad price. That, that wasn't was, by all accounts. The problem wasn't a bad game. It just got yeah. canned the shit out of because everybody was expecting something and they didn't deliver that. Yeah. But yeah, having said that, the animations in the game are terrible. The cutscenes. Um, I, I remember yeah. seeing the memes between it and um, Hellblade. Hellblade. Yeah. yeah. As I said, you had a studio of thousands versus a studio of 20. One game was seamless and yeah. <laughs> another game was trash. Yeah. It, it was. It was. The cutscenes were no better than, like, say, Mass Effect 3, which was the last gen game. Yeah. So, from a big studio, you do expect a, a little bit more spit and polish. So, <laughs> yeah. A lot of that, a lot, a lot of that caning they deserved was yeah. self inflicted. Yeah. Uh, we've got WRC 5 World Rally is $18. So, if you're into your rally games and whatnot, that, um, that's a good one. Devil May Cry 4. There's a whole bunch of Devil May Cry um, games available right now. They seem to have gone through the whole whole bunch. Devil May yep. Cry 4 Special Edition is out for $20. I'm pretty sure that includes everything, all any DLC that goes with it. Um, yep. WWE 2K18 is $50, down from $99. Uh, so if you're a wrestling fan, get amongst that. Um, for me, well, I, I used to be a a wrestling fan as a kid so back yep. then i might have might have asked mum and dad for the money to get it but <laughs> now yeah. i think i think i've had enough i don't know how well money. yeah i don't know how well those games have evolved <laughs> i don't know i don't either i can only imagine they've done well like you know the, the games yeah. those fighting games like you like ufc and all that sort of stuff have come a fair way so yeah um but yeah i'll, I'll go back to you know the old sega mega drive and all that sort of gear as far as, as far as the wrestling games go, um, and Dragon Age Inquisition, the DLC bundle that comes with all DLCs for forty dollars, a four, fourteen. Yeah, that's 14 a ripper price for that game. Yeah. That um, a, a good good mate of ours, uh, Psychotic Sage, lent me um, like the original game on PS4. I've still yeah. not played it. I'm still still sitting here. I have got to give it back to him. I've still not played it. But he's, he's told me it's a brilliant game. So. Yeah, yeah they, they, the Dragon Age games were good. There was only yeah. one of them that was poop. Yeah. Uh, I've never played Inquisition, um, but yeah, for fourteen dollars, I'd, yeah, I'd throw that money down yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it, it comes. There's Probably same, same, same DLC. Yeah, this. 
There's so many DLC packs that I think there was like five or six. So yeah. that's that's an amazing yeah. price for fourteen dollars. All right. Yeah, it is actually. As I said, I'm almost going to buy an Xbox just so I can get it for fourteen dollars. Yeah. All right. So we um we'll jump over into news and updates. So uh, Destiny we covered above. I'm not going to go there again. Um, so out and about uh, this week we've seen Bethesda drop some trailers. And we expect to see a little bit more at E3, I guess, about uh, the E3. Ah, oh, sorry, for E3. Rage 2. <laughs> it's early now. It's, it's early. I can't word and you can't brain. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so the dev teams that made Just Cause and Mad Max have joined forces. And um, we're seeing Rage 2. Uh, I've watched the trailers. It looks fairly damn good. It looks like Borderlands. Uh, um, Big Bad Brother. Yeah, right. That's the look and feel of it. It's in the wastelands. Um, you know, Borderlands has that uh, cel-shaded cartoon style to it, which yep. is um, synonymous with the series. Yep. Uh, all this, yeah, this one here is same sort of uh, settings, but a lot more realistic. Uh, seems to be yeah, based a lot on big guns, lots of vehicles, big explosions. So um, yeah, we'll see how that ages going forward. Um, so the PS5, Sony has confirmed that there will be a PS5. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion around, especially with this generation of consoles where we've had like upgrade packs, uh, the, PS, the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X1, whatever it ends up being. Xbox um, X1, X, where, X, X, X. Yeah, yeah yep. they got kind of carried away with the ones and the Xs, but um, <laughs> yeah, we've had like a, a mid-generation upgrade of our console and because they based it on PC architecture, you know, they do seem to be able to be expandable. So there's been a lot of conjecture whether we'll actually ever see a PS5 or an Xbox 2 or whatever. Yep. Um, you know, the, the next generation of uh, hardware. But yeah, Sony has confirmed that their next console will be a next generation, you know, a, a totally different machine, not based on the PS4 architecture. But don't they haven't set a date. And realistically, unless they come out at E3 with a total bombshell, <clears throat> uh, I probably wouldn't see this and expect to see this until to the later half of next year or 2020, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd probably say uh, more 2020. I think there's only this first quarter this year that the um, dev kits have gone out to games developers. Yep. And that usually indicates uh, our consoles probably about two to three years away from release. So, yep. yeah, because um, they need a couple of years in which to start making games because a, a game usually has about a three-year yeah. development cycle. Yep. Uh, depending on the game, of course, but so yeah, they need to get the get the hardware out to the, the games dev so they can get it and start working with it, getting their heads around it. So, my money would be on a twenty twenty release of the next console. Oh, I'd be thinking uh, more later, later end of that. Too. Yeah, and yeah, honestly, this generation is still selling like hotcakes across both platforms, both Microsoft yeah, and yeah. and um, Sony. So both are still selling very strong. They're still shipping a lot of units, especially with great so, prices on on the base consoles at the moment like there's, there's, so, there's yeah as I said, I, they're still selling good why do you have to um yeah why are you going to get push another machine out there especially then you have that gap where you leave your previous generation behind yeah so as i said yeah i i yeah i'd be surprised if we see it before 2020 if it's out next year i'll be like holy smokes wasn't expecting that yeah and um, so, yeah, as I said, you probably expect uh, Microsoft to have a console in the same sort of field, be 2020 or 2021 sort of uh, ballpark there. Yep. They, they generally follow each other pretty closely in that regard. 
Okay, so um, other one there, I copped a sniff, uh, Guerrilla Games is hard. So do we have a HCT, HZD2 in the future for us? I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping so. That, um, yeah, and, that sounds and, promising. Uh, yeah, hopefully we get to um, find out where Zavala went, with his little latent with that bloody naughty creature inside it. Yeah. Remember the um, cutscene right at the end of the OG campaign where he's you know, standing next to that big giant crashed robot on the ground somewhere far, far away? Yep. And um, yeah, whatever that virus thing was that we, we nuked um, goes inside his little carrier, his little lantern that he carries around. Yeah. That was. Um, I can't even remember the dude's name. I always call him Zavala. So. Silent. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah, so as I said, yeah, but so, um, hopefully he, yeah, he pretends to be our friend, but he's probably being an asshole somewhere else and going to make a big mess. We've got to go clean up. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's um, exciting, man. Yeah, no, as I said, when was, yeah, they're hiring, so obviously they're gearing up to start the building. So they must have been, it's been green lighted, but I don't think they are green lights a surprise. It was always a matter of when, not yeah. if, um, due to the popularity of the game. Okay, this one here, I'm not a fan of the series, but this is uh, COD's Black Ops 4. They have come out, they've, um, all the pre order packs are starting to come out and all that. They've confirmed there is no single player campaign in the game, which is a first in the series, as far as I understand. Yep. Um, the standard multiplayer and zombie modes that we expect from a COD going to there, and surprise, surprise, there's a battle royale mode. <laughs> um, so they've called it Blackout. So this is the official blurb Black Ops comes to life in a black, blackout massive battle royale experience combining signature Black Ops combat and the biggest map in Call of Duty history. Blackout is an all-out survival and elimination experience featuring land, sea, and air vehicles, new weapons, equipment, RCXDs, traps, and even zombies. So by that, man, do, do you read in like I do that this is going to be a PvEVP type arena? Yeah. Yep. Um, so you, yeah, there's going to be PvE elements and PvP elements within that. So I think uh, Dark Zone, almost. Um, almost, yeah. Yeah, unless they're, they're going to tackle it exactly like Fortnite have, where they've got yep. those two separate elements. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. different game modes, you mean? I don't know. I, I, have, I have feelings on this. I, I, Battle Royale, they're, they're a, an enjoyable game, but yep. does everybody need to have one? Oh, I'm sick of seeing it. But <laughs> yeah, to be honest, if, like if, everywhere. If, I, if, I, if this is how we have to stay relevant, as a game developer, I think we're mm. doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do have to agree. I hate every single new game that's going to come out is going to have a battle royale mode for the sake of having battle royale mode. Yeah. Uh, and not that, you know, you, you know, the Fortnites and everything else like that, but it's like, yeah, these guys are doing it, they're doing it well, but that's just, that's their game. Yeah. Um, you don't need to have this bolt-on half-assed attempt at trying to be cool to yeah. try and sell copies of your game. Yeah, if if they're gonna do so, this, they have to go balls to the wall and absolutely nail it, and be mm. the, the best battle royale going. Yeah, can I yeah. can't I can't see that happening. Well, as I said, you see games they want yeah division come out with a battle royale mode, and then yeah. Destiny Two should have a battle royale mode, and every game with a gun needs to have a battle in its own. No, they don't. Um, you you yeah. look at the you look at the the history of like COD games, especially you know, like Black Ops Three was massive as far as the competitive mm. scene. And esports goes, um, yep. that's that's their bread and butter. That's where they should be staying. That to me, yep. this this is my opinion, obviously, that's where they should be 
keeping their um, their focus. I don't yeah. know if a battle royale. I, I, look, I guess there could be an esport scene in battle royale. Um, yeah. I guess there, there, there probably is a little bit, little bit of one going now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, know. as I said, I'm I, I'm in the same thing. Not everything has to have everything. Yeah. Uh, do what you do. Do it well. Try new things. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, you know, um, yeah, maybe they'll pull it off and it'll be the best uh, battle royal ever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, as I said, I don't thrive when I hear like, you know, people out there, oh, this game should have it. No, if you want to play battle royal, go play PUBG or Fortnite, you know. Yeah. If you want to play, you know, slow TTK fucking combat, go play yeah. Destiny 2. Yeah. If you want to play that plus twitchy stuff, go play Titanfall or COD, you know, that's yeah. the way it works. See, I really and, enjoy yeah. Black Ops 3. Um, yeah. Which I never thought I would, you know. Like it's it's a more competitive sort of again faster yeah. sort of shooter, um, and I was never much of a sh like until Destiny. I was never much of a, a player of shooters, so. Yeah. But Destiny that and Titanfall definitely got me, in like enjoying oh, enjoying shooters. Titanfall's so. just good fun. Yeah. As I said, yeah, it's the um, it's the mix of the combat, the, mix, um, yeah. the pilot, and then the Titans and everything else like that. That game, yeah, yeah. poor. Yeah, just if they'd released it at a different time, that game would have done so yeah. much better. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, given given the stink that that was Infinite Warfare, I feel Black Ops Four should sort of. I don't. Yeah, it is it playing it safe at the same time if they just sort of, you no, know, sit on yeah. go back to what they good what was what made Black at Ops the Three. Good. The, yeah, and, and at um, the expense of the campaign. Um, not that COD campaigns are memorable by any stretch of the imagination, but they're good fun. I never, I never um, finished a campaign in Black Ops Three, but it's more yeah. because I just wanted to go shoot people. That's kind yeah, of what it was so about. That's... But the campaign in it was decent. Yeah, I mean, that's the only parts I've ever played of a good game because I go into multiplayer and go, oh, fuck this, this is just a sweaty little salt fest. <laughs> I'm out of here. You, had, you, so, had to, you had to mute people to make it enjoyable, so it was good. Yeah, yeah. All right, and the last um, is that Ubisoft have come out and they've confirmed Division Two release for next year. So. That's meaning that they'll uh, be shipping Anthem and Division 2 in the same 12 months. So, yeah. I'm just, um, just going to sit here silent on that Division. No. Yeah, yeah I can tell <laughs> you're getting all excited. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, Anthem's something that they, um, they've been very, very quiet about, considering yeah, the game's was, only 12 months from release. There was, there was um, a lot of hype at one stage, and now it's gone. Yeah. What, what happened yeah, to so it's And it's extremely quiet out there. There's just virtually no noise. Yeah. Uh, on Anthem, so they're either keeping everything very well under wraps, which kind of doesn't happen, or are we going to see at E3 a postponement of the series to um, the, the new IP till 2020? Yeah, and yeah, they'll push a couple of the um, other ones like Division Two or whatever else at us. So, yeah, if they can, like with the Division, if they can get that to a similar state that they just released Far Cry in, that probably won't be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like the last Far Cry, which uh, Far Cry Five, uh, if they can release a game, it doesn't have to be set on back end America, but it, if they can release a game with that amount of polish and everything else as a division game, I achieve, I reckon they can achieve success. It was like, but unfortunately, that first one was uh, Dog's Breakfast. Yeah, right. So, you know, it took two years to get it to somewhere playable. So, yeah, so a bit of watch. Uh, E3 will be exciting this year because there's a yeah, we're a couple of new IPs and everything else coming up, so... I'm thinking of having a day of work to, to watch it. Yeah, I'll just thinking catch about up it. later. 
Yeah. Okay, so I think that's all about the news and stuff out there. Um, so Q and A time. I believe that you've you received a yep. question. Yeah, we got one from uh, Just Call Me Ben. Um, kind of a little bit of a statement with a question. I've seen people complaining on the Twilab tweet. So this is Destiny based uh, about no radar and playing solo in comp. What are your thoughts on having no radar and playing a competitive mode solo? Um, I don't know, like, no radar, radar, I'd, most competitive games, like, you know, we're just talking about it, there was, uh, Black, yeah. you know, Black Ops 3, um, Titanfall, um, these kind of shooters, they they have a radar, but it's not, it's not, um, and they're usually trash, it's not that they're trash, but you don't, you don't see anything on the map until someone makes a noise. So someone fires their weapon or something like that. That's when they pop up on radar. So your radar is not as useful to you as it is as it is in Destiny. So I don't know. I feel that's people complaining about something they've just gotten used to. Yeah. They've gotten used to knowing where everybody is on the map. Um, where you, you you know you sort of you look at these games. I think it was um, Black Ops Three Hardcore. There was no radar at all. Mm. Um. So you just have to go on feel, on sound, and and your reflexes. You know what I mean? So yep. I, don't, I don't know. As far as no radar, I, in Destiny, I'm the same. You know, I got used to that radar, especially in PvP. So, yeah. Well, the big me, difference between Destiny and yeah. a lot of the other games is that the audio cues are a lot different in Destiny. Yeah. Um, where you play a lot of other uh, shooters, uh, the, audio, you, the audio is a lot better. Uh, yeah. as such so you get a lot better you, you're relying you on your ears you can hear more than your footsteps, eyes. yeah 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 so you can hear someone whereas that's not as prevalent so you do rely or you rely on your radar or inside desk yeah but having said that this is a competitive mode um so they it's got to be different to yeah. standard modes yeah um they got to make it harder you got to make it more challenging and let people with a very high skill set thrive that's right you know, it, it, it's um, competitive for a reason. You know, yeah, I mean, that person's not me. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not sitting here as a PvP god and saying, oh, you know, the yeah. immortals. You, yeah. know, you should just got to get, you got to get good. Yeah, that, um, that skill ceiling so, is naturally going to be higher. So, so if, these people who have those audio abilities and reflexes, well, they can actually do better than, say, in the quick play series where you got your radar as a crutch. So you can say, you can see yeah, the flanks yeah. and, yeah. you know, it, 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 it opens up. Uh, like the flanking movement so uh playing solo is always going to be rough because you're always going to come up against a stack team absolutely. Uh, absolutely and they're going to be coordinating and that's the whole premise of the of the um game mode i'm pretty sure is to run as a team get good as a team um and compete as a team that's um, it yeah. as far as going sorry you, you go here you go. yeah i was gonna say as far as going in solo well you just kind of expect that you're going to be up against two or three other players that are coordinating Yep. So you've got to play better to outplay those guys. Yep. This, yeah. that that side of the question, like the playing solo in a competitive mode, that to me that that took me straight back to um. Think of the name. Think of the name. Said Overwatch. It took me straight back to yeah, Overwatch. Well, that's, you know what that's I mean? What jumped in the way. Playing solo yeah. in that, they pretty much push you into into talking with all your other teammates. And that's when you find out that you you shit you're the worst player in the world. Um, yeah. So is that the kind oh, of thing? That's my, that's my that's my stream <laughs> chat. <laughs> they tell me that. 
<laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's competitive. If if yeah. you if no, you I haven't if it. you haven't got a team, like to me, if you haven't got a team in a competitive mode, you're gonna be you're gonna be coming up against other stacked teams, and you know it. Yeah. So I don't. To me, I I can't understand why anyone's complaining. Yeah. I, I really can't. There's I a higher say, skill ceiling. Say. It's a competitive mode. Yeah. You're gonna come against stacked teams. Why not? This is what Destiny does. It tries it. it tries to get a community together. It tries to get people together mm. to play. So reach if if you're always playing solo, reach out. If you if you get absolutely smacked by someone on the opposing team and you sort of you know inspect them or whatever later and you find out that they're only running with two, maybe send them a message. Say, hey, good game. Do you mind if I team up with you? You might yeah. find out that they're actually decent people, and they're going to say, yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, not not everyone on the other end of the controllers chilling on Doritos and Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's it that's it so yeah. i don't know there's there's no reason to be playing like to yeah. me there's no reason to be playing a competitive mode solo and one of the things that they've can d2 about is it it's easy we've given it been given everything and that's the biggest one i found in this expansion that we're not giving shit anymore you gotta work for it things are hard yeah. um you know i did a heroic adventure the other night and i literally it took me an hour to do the last fight you know, how good it was it, it was dark souls moment when i finished yeah, like, right. fuck yeah i beat it yeah whereas you know previously you just just walk through the content so yep. this is another version of that if you've got you know the godlike pvp skills well you might go in solo to challenge yourself and have fun or if you're like me and you've got potato thumbs you got to go in with the team to try and get that advantage yeah. so yeah play to your strengths um play to your strengths and weaknesses and don't expect to go in with my skill set and i'm going to grind out and become top of the competitive scene um, that's you're right. not going to do that without a team. And Trolls is a very similar game format for that too. Yeah, I was I was watching uh, um I was watching a very very well known streamer over on Twitch. Not uh, actually earlier in the week, he wanted to grind out his glory rank in a competitive mode. So he had um, at the very least one other dude with him who was yeah. who was quite good. You know, they're both they're both known for their trials carries and whatnot. Um, yeah. And even they were coming across teams that were absolutely smacking them. Yeah. So you're and always going to, you're always going to come across those stack teams that work really well together, yeah. no matter your skill level. Yeah. There's all there's, D2 there's, PVP is a team based shooter. Yeah. There's um, always going to there's like always going to be teams it, that it's... work better. It's it, yeah. it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Playing it solo to me just I don't know. There's even, like myself. There's no reason for me to be playing it solo. Um, no. If you want to test yourself against that, that's fine. But yeah, don't you, complain. You, yeah, you, you're putting yourself <laughs> on the back foot to start with. So yeah, I don't know. Complaining about it just seems pointless. Yeah, it's little kids having a having a whinge. Yeah, if if, you, if you're out there and you're a competitive PvP player and you do play solo, please contact us. Let us let us know. Let us know your thoughts yeah. on it. I'm keen to hear it. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, we're, we're sitting on the other side of the fence. That's right, that's <laughs> right. So. So, yeah, absolutely. Please contact us through our uh, email links. Again, what is it? Two left thumbs pod at gmail.com. Contact us. Yeah. Um, or Twitters or check, Instagram. Check, out, check or out the show just... notes um, or the comments on YouTube. And yeah, definitely get our, our contacts and contact us. We're more than happy to hear it. Um, All right, mate. Um, okay, so we did have one other section, but we're pushing this out for time. Do you want to leave it for the next cast or do you want to tackle it? Um, what do we got? No, we can get into it. Okay, so this discussion point. Okay, so 
this is, I've had a couple of discussions around this this week. Uh, so do you believe time gating, a practice used generally in free to play games to encourage people to, uh, to spend money to speed things up, should be used in games where we have paid for all that content up front, especially if it, it cannot be realistically tied to the lore of the game or the universe. An example of this, what I'm talking about here is weird time gates was for the exotic sword quests, for example, in Destiny 1 where you did three or four activities and then you had to wait for weekly reset to get the next step. Um, is it is it a good thing or do you think it's just falsely stretching out the content? Yeah, it's, it is stretching out the content, but I don't I don't really have a problem with that. It's when, yep. I don't know, it's, if it's, like the, I think the exotic sword quest might not be the best example of that because you didn't have to pay there was there was no pay no, option no, no, to, I mean, to speed them up. It's so like um, inside Destiny, but down. You've, like, you've got them that, in Warframe. Yeah. In Warframe, there is definitely that you can sort of pay to speed those sort of things up. Um, yeah. I don't know. Look, you know, look. Okay, Destiny, we paid up front to play it. Warframe, yeah. and you didn't have to, to pay for. You weren't going to pay to speed your quest up, but yeah. it was felt disjointed that you jump on reset night. You'd pump out your three little mini things you had to do, and then you had to wait. You know, your hand to shit back to Banshee. Till, you till you wait reset. a week, yeah. And it's like, okay, I understood. Say, if the step was tied to Zer, yeah, yeah, the, the old tentacle face only rocks up yeah. on a Friday night or whatever. You know, I get okay, I've done this, but I've got to wait for this this to turn up again. And yeah. you basically waiting for him to turn up so you can jump in there and continue your quest. Yeah, but I didn't like the like the weekly reset type stuff. Like it's like, okay, I've done all this. And then he goes, yeah, sure. And you got to wait seven days. Was it? Was that your? Um, was that your Rahul Fartsniffer voice? No, that was my Banshee voice. Oh, okay, my bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> they, yeah. sound, they sound almost. Can't you tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I said, to me, if it's if it's done where it feels like it's part of the universe, I'm not against it. Yeah. Um, so, like as I said, I'll use Destiny because that's a, a game that I live inside. So, yeah, yeah if yeah. it's if it's tied to Zer uh, is one of the quest steps, which which I think originally was like the uh, bad juju quest. You had to wait till Zer turned up to pick to get an item off him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. It's like okay, I've got to wait for this knob to turn up. I've got three days. I understand that he's got the bit I need. But when the when the guy's in the tower twenty four seven, and basically you give him the shit and he just throws it to one side and gets back to it seven days later it's like no man that feels awkward <laughs> you, you just you, you're in the in tray you're just waiting yeah. you're waiting to be processed um well, yeah. i don't i didn't really mind it because there was always something to do anyway so you went and bashed that out yep. you went and put it where it had to be you, you put your you put your file in the in tray you're waiting to be processed and you go and do other stuff i don't mind that but um i guess like you're saying like if if you're paying to speed that up, I'm not really yeah. down with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that is that is essentially paying for a weapon, or yep. or things of that yeah. sort. I'm, I'm that that gets into pay to win territory. Yeah. So if um, there's a counter on it, and you go, okay, here's ten bucks. Get rid of that counter for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely not a fan of that. Yeah. Because um, that's just yeah bleeding bleeding playing on the phone over there. Yeah. Um, if if you had some kind of in-game currency. Yeah, you know, like let's just for just for argument's sake, let's use legendary shards or or strange yep. coins or something like that, for example, something yep. that, that took a little while to grind up and get a get a bunch of, and you had like a decent price on top of yep. speeding that up for in-game currency. So you've had to have played inside that game. So I don't essentially, know. Essentially, you're bribing the vendor to put 
Yeah, yeah. you're bribing the vendor to give you priority. Yeah, how about, how about you bump into the top of that stack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't don't do statics. Don't do statics quest. Do mine here. Yeah. Here's 500 legendary shards. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't mind that. I guess, but I don't, I don't know yeah. where where does that yeah, stop to? You know, like it's how it's handled inside the game um, yeah. for me. As I said, when you just come up against an awkward time gate, and it's like that's it. Uh, it feels clumsy, and it feels yeah. like they're just trying to extend the uh, trying to extend the content out. But if it's, on the other hand, if it's tied to the lore, or the quest, or the characters, uh, I'm I'm down with it. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, oh, I can wait till this event happens or uh, whatever. You know, I can't um, think. So, I yeah, can't think for the life of me what weapon it was now. But I know there was something in Destiny where the whole thing, the whole quest, was time gated. Yeah. There was there was a few. No, it was, there was a few. It was but, terrible. Um, I'm pretty sure sleeper kind of felt like that, man. No, so um, yeah, okay. it was it was like after I don't know, there was a there was a set date where the quest actually kicked off, so nobody knew about it until the date it kicked off. Someone yep. finally dropped something and, and it gave them the hint that okay, well we just yeah. got this, now we can go and chase that. What is that? I don't mind that. Yep. So say Say sleep is. Oh, anyway. I don't mind content yeah. being locked away behind yeah, yeah. Like new content. So yeah, next week I mean. we log in and suddenly a new quest, and you're completely yeah. something brand new. I yeah. actually believe they should do more of that to yeah. make the game fresh and exciting on a more regular basis. That's not it, have that's everything it. Really yeah, people, people have jumped out of the oh, well, I've got everything I can out of the Walmart yeah. DLC. Uh, I'm yeah. done again yeah. until the next one. When and then yeah, all of a sudden their mate comes out and goes, oh, have you got this? I got this last yeah. night. Like, hang on, what? Yeah, I played it for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Twitter catches fire about this new quest or something, yeah. and everybody's oh shit, and everybody excitement again. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm cool with that sort of stuff. Yeah, I just gotta it's gotta be handled properly. Yeah, in my world, um, make it make it feel organic. Don't make it feel clumsy. Yeah. All right. So I think that's about that. Um, so what are you up to over the next two weeks, man? Uh, well, next next week we um. We look into Detroit Become Human. That's the 25th of May that drops. Uh, Until then, until that happens, I'll be looking at um, possibly Rayman co-stream, Rayman Legends co-stream, a bit more Destiny. Um, Might actually try looking at some of these quests and probably a little bit more Fortnite just while we're waiting it out. Yeah, for me, it'll be uh, Destiny and I'm jumping into a new game, Neo Automata. So, new old game. New old game. Yep, beautiful. my plans. All right. Yeah. All right, so I think that, that, that wraps that up. That might have so, been. Um, as usual, people, you can find us. If you want to talk to us, find us, whatever. We're, um, yeah, we're on, this, on, the, on the internets everywhere. So you'll find me, Mixer, Dawn of the Dan, Twi- uh, Twitter, Dawn of the Dan, and Instagram, Dawn of the Dan. And Static, where can we find you? Me, me Static goes everywhere. So, we're not hard to find we're not hard to find at all guys um, again if you do want, do wish to ask any questions um, one, one thing I wouldn't mind doing actually is maybe even have some uh, viewers, viewer or listener submissions so the, yeah. if you're watching on YouTube now you can see that there we have a sort of skin around us uh, this, one, this one in particular is a Horizon Zero Dawn screenshot um, if you guys wanted to put something submit something like that that we can make a skin like that out of um, more yep. than happy to, to run with it, use it, and um, maybe even, or oh, not maybe even, we'll absolutely credit you like in the bottom right corner or something like that. Um, yep. So that'd be cool if you wanted to do that. And also just any questions, uh, especially again, if you are a competitive 
player in Destiny PvP or PvP in general. Um, I wouldn't mind hearing from you. So, contact us. Any questions? Contact us. Two left thumbs pod at gmail.com or static oz any everywhere or dawn of the dan everywhere nice stuff i think we're done all right i'll catch us later peace see you bye